the line. The second half, the ball comes back to Stewart. They float across the line. It comes to Linda. Back inside it comes the lines. He's away from one tackle. Then the ball back to Stewart. They've got an overlap. Stewart's gone straight through. He comes to halfway. Where are the wingers? He's up over halfway. He's looking for Eddie Howard. He's still going, Stewart. He gave it to Maninga. Hello, welcome to the Big Les Footy Chat. I am your host, Big Les. We are going to be going through some news and updates going around the rugby league bubble at the moment. Obviously, first off, we're going to start off with Moses Suli. Now, the Seagulls have reportedly released him. He is set to join the Dragons. I think he has joined. The Dragons did put something on their Instagram page saying that they have signed him. I'm pretty sure it was on a two-year deal. So, look, Moses Suli, I think... To revive his career, I'm not saying that his career was um, in danger or anything like that, but I really think to revive his career, he did need to move uh, move clubs because he is such a great centre with a lot of potential. Uh, I do think that some aspects of his game, there could be other centres you could put in his position. I know that Brad, Ar- uh, Brad Parker, sorry, uh, and... Morgan Harper are two very talented centers, and you can obviously see why Moses Sully wasn't playing much football uh, this season. And I think it's a really great pickup by the St. George Illawarra Dragons. I think that Moses Sully is a really talented center, and he will go really well in a team like the St. George Illawarra Dragons. And I mean, rebuilding their club, they've signed Moses Sully, great signing. They've kept they've kept Tarek Sims, which is really smart for them, in my opinion. I really think it is a rebuild phase for the St. George Illawarra Dragons and I definitely need more good pickups like this and to be honest, I think they need some new halves. I think if St. George are going to go anywhere next year, they need to look at their halves pairing and get that solidified. Um, they need to figure out positions wise and they need to sort out their team, release the players that need releasing, get players into that squad uh, and really start that rebuild phase. Some news on Paul Gallant. Tyson Fury says that he watched Paul Gallant and Justin Hooney's fight and was impressed by how tough Gallant was. And I mean, weren't we all Gallant? I-, I can't believe he lasted as long as he did. He was just getting smoked by Justin Hooney. And that's just putting it lightly. I think Paul Gallant is really mentally tough. What a fighter, Paul Gallant. And I think if that fight happens again... Look, I think Justin Hooney is new, young, and fresh. When you've got Paul Gallant, who's nearly 40 years of age, and ah, uh, Paul Gallant. I mean, there is so many words um, for Paul Gallant and his boxing career. He's a really talented boxer. Uh, and look, I can't wait to see who he fights next. Jeez, how good would a Tyson Fury and Paul Gallant fight be? Oh, I would be really excited if that one happened. Uh, Luke Brooks, we've got some news on Luke Brooks. Uh, the Tigers halfback and Dane Laurie have won the club's Player of the Year award. And I know there's some people that do not agree with this, but I know you've got the likes of Adam Dewey. Adam Dewey definitely deserves it for sure. He had a fantastic year for the West Tigers. Really unlucky at the back end of the season with that injury. I think he definitely in contention for uh, a Player of the Year award. And he definitely should have got it, Adam Dewey. He was fantastic. Dane Laurie, in my opinion, definitely is up there. But Luke Brooks did put in a solid effort in that season. And as I know we didn't get the best of Luke Brooks. But, I, th- I mean, 
he played really, really well. And I think the thing is with Luke Brooks, he needs that halfback or five, or five eight, whatever. Um, I reckon you could put Luke Brooks at five eight or halfback, but I think he needs that half with him that controls the team, and that's how that's how you would unlock the best with Luke Brooks. I think Luke Brooks. I've said it a lot with the halves. So you got your first fiddle and your second fiddle halves. I think. Luke Brooks is a second fiddle half, and I'm not downing Luke Brooks. I'm saying Luke Brooks is a fantastic halfback. What I'm saying is he needs that half with him that controls the side and let Luke Brooks play his style of footy. And Adam Dewey can definitely be that guy. Adam Dewey has a lot of potential, uh, and I think that look, what Adam Dewey is also a second fiddle. I think because he because he plays that really. I mean, look, Adam Dewey, what I've seen from Adam Dewey so far, he, it's, it's, oh, I don't know who to compare him to, but he has a lot of structure in his game, but he also plays a really off the cuff um, when the team's on the front foot. Um, and that's how I describe Adam Dewey. And I think that's why Adam Dewey is a perfect six to, well, not to Luke, for Luke Brooks, but he is a perfect six. I think he really suits that number six jersey well, Adam Dewey. But I feel like Luke Brooks needs that half with him that controls the team. I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. Like an Adam Reynolds, like a Jamal Fogarty even, I can compare him to. He needs that experienced half. And I'm not saying Luke Brooks isn't experienced. He is definitely experienced. He's been in the league for a few years now. Um, But he needs that half with him um, that that is structured that lets Luke Brooks play Luke Brooks footy. And I think if he doesn't get that at the West Tigers, he needs to go somewhere else. But I love Luke Brooks, and I definitely think he's put in a great effort this season, and I can see how he would have got player of the year. But to be honest, I would be giving it to uh, Adam Dewey. Adam Dewey just played his heart out this season and put one really good effort in for that West Tigers side. The Seagulls have officially signed Ethan Bullimore, the former Bronco prop, on a two-year deal. And I really like what I'm seeing from Ethan Bullimore at the moment, especially this season. He played a few games coming off the bench, and I think one or two games even starting for the Brisbane Broncos. And he's really talented front row, and I think he suits today's game really well. He's sort of one of those, I, I would, I'd, I'm going to say, agile front rowers, and not one of the biggest front rowers you've seen, but really deadly on the on the attacking when he's on the when he's on the attack, and I really like what I'm seeing from Ethan Bullimore at the Brisbane Broncos, and I think he'll suit Manly style of play really well. I mean, you look at Jake Trevojevic; he's exactly the same. He's not one of the biggest forwards you've seen, but his ball handling skills and just the thing, little things that Jake Trevojevic does really puts Manly on the front foot. And I mean, look, and this is my opinion, I think the only way that a team moves forward is if the forwards bash forward. And I think Jake, the likes of Jake Trevojevic, the likes of Martin Tupau even, uh, Ola Kawatu did it really well this season. He put in a great effort for the Manly Seagulls. Uh, just thinking of some guys at the top of my head, even Jake Trevojevic put in a great effort this season. Um, and Ethan Bullimore is going to be the same thing. He's a really stocky, but not the biggest forward you've seen, but very stocky. 
a bit quick off the mark too. Really good on the attack and, and it's some pretty good defense as well. I really like Ethan Bullymore and I think it's going to be a really good signing for the Manly Seagulls. I think Ethan Bullymore is exactly what they need. Benji Marshall, the NRL legend, has officially announced his retirement from the NRL and I think it's one of the saddest days in rugby league. He just had such a fantastic career, Benji Marshall, obviously starting off his career with the West Tigers. He went to the Dragons, then to the Broncos, then back to the Tigers. Uh, and then his career's in the blue. And who does he go to? He goes to the South Sydney Rabbitohs, back under Wayne Bennett. I mean, geez, what a fantastic career. He, younger, when he was younger, he had all that X factor and really talented footballer. And then as he got older, he sort of matured his game. And, uh, geez, what, how good was he this year for the South Sydney Rabbitohs? Really helping the young blokes out, and he played a really good, mature brand of footy, and I really liked watching Benji Marshall, especially when I was younger. He is a player that a lot of young guys look up to, and I certainly looked up to him. He was a fantastic player, Benji Marshall. Uh, what a career he's had, and wish him all the best for retirement. Now, Morgan Boyle, I want to talk about this guy for a second. Morgan Boyle, the Seagulls have officially re-signed their prop, Morgan Boyle, from the 2022 season. I think he's a really solid front row, and he's been quite unlucky with injury. I think he did something in his leg, I'm pretty sure, which ended his season quite early in this in this season. But I really do like Morgan Boyle, and I think he's really solid. He's a really solid front row, back rower. And I think off the bench, he would be really good impact. He's, he's very, very, uh, just does not take a backward step. He's not afraid to take the line on. Really talented front rower, in my opinion. I think Morgan Boyle is a really good signing here for the Manly Seagulls. And they've also re-signed George Defua here. And you definitely need George Defua in your side. He's just a defensive weapon. Probably one of the most... That one of the best defensive uh, outside backs in the game, um, in my opinion. He's, he's just hit so hard, George Tafua. Uh, really good on the attack as well. Some people don't really rate his attack because they're more focused on the big hits he does in defense, but he's his attack is really good. He's a really good quality winger. I'd love to see more of uh, George Tafua. Obviously, he didn't play much footy this season because of the likes of Saab and Garrick. Um, and then you've got obviously Brad Parker and uh, Morgan Harper in the centers as well. He didn't really get to that to play in that starting lineup, and I really hope we see more of him. I just don't know who he uh, will come in for. Uh, obviously Moses Sully left, but he wasn't even starting in the in the starting side. As I said, you've got Garrick Saab on the wings. Where does Tafua go? I really hope he plays some more starting, like starts more uh, in this footy side because he is such a talented winger, uh, and it really is just a waste if they leave him on the bench uh, or even in the reserves. It is just such a waste of a great talent, talented winger, George Tafua, and I honestly can't wait to see uh, if he plays and where he plays next season. Whether that is that fourteen off the bench, but then again. Dylan Walker. Dylan Walker's that 14 off the bench, and he does a fantastic job at that. And I, so, look, it is just going to be so difficult to work out 
where this guy plays, if whether he comes off the bench, whether he starts, or it's going to be really unfortunate to see if they, it's just going to be really unfortunate if this guy is stuck in the reserves the entirety of next season. He's just such a talented winger. I can't wait for next season. It is going to be awesome. I really hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Recommend this one to a friend, and I will see you guys in the next one.